trying to pick up my die off the floor with my, with your with foot? my toes. You should try some pickup lines on it. Hey, die. Are you wearing pants made from windows that you washed with Windex mirrors? Because I see myself in them. Hey, die. Can I get wow. your number? Do you get it? That's a joke about dice have numbers. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That one was way better than mine. Hey, what's <laughs> yeah. your favorite number? Mine's three. Hey, did you lose your number? Because um, I found it for you. You need one on every side, unless you're like a weird non-standard die. But that's cool, too. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a Fearbold bass player. He's in the band Dreamlancer, wears cut-off jeans, Birkenstocks, and has a familiar raven called Crow. Hello, listeners. My name is Brayton. I'm playing Staff, the Changeling, who is playing Scrapper, the Shifter. Dream Lancer hired Scrapper as their guitar player after firing Staff's old persona. But don't tell them, they don't know. Staff is a College of the Road bard, which is from the Humblewood campaign setting. Windy coming at you from the streets of Hank Thwaine. Dream Lancer's planning to get a lot of fame in the next town. We make it too, so treat us good or you'll feel a fool. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour. The gang found an outpost of Viganalian guards on the road just as the day was winding down. They provided some entertainment for the National Army and spent the night getting chummy with the leader of the outpost, Paxris. When they woke in the morning, they were presented with a fortunate circumstance where they could save some face for the guard by doing what they do best, solving mysteries. We join them as they summarize the details of their charge. This... Is Bardic Mystery Tour. So you want us to just interview the other civilians in the camp. Yeah. And search their stuff to see if they have this folder. Unless you're not up for it, because uh, like, I guess if it's none of them, it has to be one of you. And then I'll just move on to you. I just assumed since I was hanging out with you, but you never know. You tricky bards. You know what? I'm starting to change my mind here. Paxris, just calm down. We were just trying to figure out what you wanted. It's first thing in the morning. None of us had any coffee. Oh, yeah. Do you have Our coffee? caffeination levels are low. First thing in the morning? The sun has been up for hours. Why didn't you get us up earlier? We'll get, get some breakfast, and then we'll go interview everybody. Yeah, is the commissary open? Yeah. All right. We'll head there first. I want a breakfast burrito and a big thing of coffee. Yeah. Some snacks for sure. Yeah, what is available? There's just like a big pot of baked beans, and then there's like some bagels that are like poorly made, and uh, oats. Just like oh, that a bag sounds of delicious. Oats. Are they cooked oats? No, they're dried. Yeah. All right, I make oatmeal out of river water. I make a breakfast burrito out of a bagel and beans. Is that called a burrito? How do you do that? Uh, Carefully and with a lot of rolling, okay? She peeled the edge off. That's smart. I get a bowl. I put oats in the bottom. Then I put torn up bagel. And then I put beans over the whole top. It's called a breakfast casserole. I can't believe they don't have any sausages. Oh, yeah, and some breakfast sausages. Oh, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, then I put cut up breakfast sausages into it also. 
I just put a little milk in it. Well, maybe there's, is there like some heavy cream for the coffee? No. Everyone here drinks their coffee black. All right, I just put a little coffee in it too. And then I stir it up. Ooh, you stir it? I eat it, but I, I might get sick. I don't know. And then we make our way back to the tent where I assume all the other people that are civilians are staying. No, Unless they're, they're in the commissary with, with us. us. Yeah, let's look yeah, around. Yeah, we should start yeah, up a around. casual conversation. When we're looking for a table, maybe we'll sit next to them. I look around for the four civilians. You find a dwarf and a human lady are sitting together. I'm going to go sit across from them, like on the same table. They're across from each other because they're not monsters. Oh, well, I'm going to sit next to the dwarf then. Okay. All right, I'll go over and sit next to Wendy. Oh, I look for the other two. I say, good morning. The dwarf says, ah, good morning. Yeah, right. I guess you didn't get the news yet. We're not leaving. Oh, no, we heard. We're just eternal optimists. <sighs> My least favorite people. I don't think we got to meet you last night, but we saw you at the show. Um, I'm Wendy. Oh, yeah. Good show, guys, by the way. Oh, thanks. My name's Scrapper. My name is Feller. I realize that's really similar to Fella. Do you, does he fall? The, he falls trees, and that's why his name is Feller. Yeah. And also, he's a dude, so he's a feller. And then the lady says, oh, my name is Kalum. She's dressed like a diva. Oh, are you related to Commissar Koloff? I don't know who that is. Or Halum, the other the other soldier. What? No. Oh, uh, your name just sounded similar, so. Yeah. I thought you might asking. be in the same family tree. You know what? We're sorry for being presumptuous. Why don't you tell us about yourself? Well, I'm stuck in an outpost, and no one will even tell me why. Well, where are you guys headed? They both try to speak first, but they both say dress bit. And they're like, oh, oh, you're going to dress bit? No, wait, we're going to dress bit too. It does make sense that people that are right outside of dress bit on their way to dress bit would be headed to dress bit in general. We well, could be headed to hang plane, you know. Hang plane's the other way. Yeah, but it's on the same road. You can go, it's a two way road. I don't know if you, they told you. It you're doesn't not just wrong. have a one way sign. <laughs> you're not wrong. Why are you traveling? Um, what brings you to Dreskbit and this outpost? Uh, feller the dwarf says, well, I'm delivering lumber for, you know, lumber stuff. I've got a big shipment out here. I'm trying to get it to Dreskbit, sell it off. So, you know, for delivery. not selling it. I don't own it. I'm just delivering it, you know? Makes sense. Because they ordered it. Now your shipment's going to be late. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, well, you know, pay by the hour. Can't complain that oh. much. Works out well for you then. Paid by the mile. I can complain a lot. I'm paid by the mile. I'm very angry about uh, this. Okay. This is money down a drain. I don't know how they pay people. How about you, Kalum? What puts you on the road? She says, well, I'm uh, headed to dress bit because I heard that you can uh, get famous in dress bit. Oh, yeah. What kind of fame are you looking for? Are you a musician too? Yeah. You're a musician? I'm a musician. Yeah, I know. What do you play? Oh, I'm a singer. Can we hear you sing it's an, something? It's a real instrument, okay? Oh, I agree. I also, quote unquote, agree. Can we hear you sing something? Uh, yeah, I'm not really in the mood. I'll get my guitar. I try to persuade her by telling her that uh, every musician feels a little nervous or like shy sometimes, but like it's good to perform in front of others. All right, roll a persuasion check. I help. Plus two from the help. 17. What could possibly go wrong? If you're willing to play with me, I'll sing with you. Yeah, I get out my guitar. You know any of the, uh, the old classics? Do I ever? Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly 
waiting for this moment to arise Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see I give her a little golf clap afterwards. Does she sound good though? Well done. Um, yeah, she was pretty good. I just don't want to lie to her and like scrap her. Like if she did bad, I want to be like, that was a great performance. Yeah, I have no problem lying. I don't know if it was great, but it was very good. Okay. I tell her, I think you got a great chance of making it. You have a great voice. She's like, yeah, I heard, um, just gets the place to go to get famous. I heard they have this uh, mountain of fame where you can just get magically made famous. What? That's what I heard. Is that true? I look at Wendy and I say, did you guys see that? Uh, I don't think now's a good time to talk about it. All right. I'll be right back. And then I go up to get more coffee for my beans. What? I feel like you're mixing coffee and beans together and like drinking them as a soup. That sounds like what I said I was doing. Just checking. All right. The fear bulk finds... A human man having breakfast sourly by himself. Uh, I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, is this seat taken? Uh, no. Uh, what's your name, man? Alexi. What's your name? Oh, I don't really, I don't really care much for names, so you can call me whatever you want. My bandmates Why'd you ask me, me my name? Oh, because... My bandmates were kind of telling me that I'm a jerk for not caring about people's names because other people care about names and stuff. So I'm just trying to, you know, be a better, a better person. A bitter person? Oh, sorry. A better person. A better, bitter person? Yeah, just a little bit. So Alexi, right? Yeah, I saw your show last night. Oh, yeah? How did you like it? You don't have to answer. It's okay. It's pretty good. Maybe not my favorite kind of music, but it's good. That's cool. What kind of music are you into? The old classics. Oh, yeah. I hear some people are into that. That's cool, man. Well, this is Lars. Yeah, this is Crow. And we're on an adventure trying to get to uh, Dresk, but... Wait, you know their names. Well, I mean, like, they've been around me a lot. And if you don't call Lars Wait, have you not been around yourself very much? I mean, I... It's just a thing. Like, we're just not into it as, like, a, a people, you know? If you're, like, real hard-pressed about it, I'll tell you the name that I go by sometimes. But my bandmates just call me the bass player. Because that's what I okay. play. What do they call the gerbil? The drum player? No, because his name is Lars. Oh. He doesn't come back if you don't call his name. So I had to learn it. Hey there, Lars. And Lars goes, yeah, yeah, oats. Oh, yeah. I feed him some oats. And Alexi says, yeah, that's uh, yeah, this is pretty gross. But, uh, yeah. you know, at least you don't die when you eat it. That's cool. Yeah, I guess that's like one step above terrible. So uh, are you heading to dress bit or are you going the other way? Uh, yeah, I'm headed to dress bit. What you doing there when you get there? Selling some rugs. Oh, sick. What kind of rugs? My friend's looking for rugs. Oh, uh, yeah, I got rugs. Do you have any that have like a cat god on them or something? I don't remember what she wanted. I'll get Maybe. her. I'll get her. Oh. I mean, not like right now, but like you, I'll make sure that you guys hook up so that she could buy a rug if she still wants one. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. All right, you're selling rugs? Are you selling rugs in that shop with that guy? 
Um, he played the laser harp. Do you know a guy that plays the laser harp? What's a laser harp? Oh, okay. Guess not. I don't really know. I can't really describe the sound it makes because it's like more than my brain can handle, man. Alexa? Is that your name? Alexi. Alexi. All right. Cool. Cool. Anyway, do you want to be my friends? My bandmates? They're cool. Sure. All right. I'll get them. Uh, I like look around until I find my buddies. Do I see them? Yeah, they're where you left them. All right. I go back over to them and I'm like, hey, guys, want to meet my friend Alexa? He? Alexi? Sure. This is um, Feller and Kaloom. We just oh, hey. met them, too. They wave at you. Uh, this guy's selling rugs. He might have a rug. Weren't you looking for a rug before? Was I looking for a rug before? Oh, was it tapestry? I always get those confused because we don't use rugs where I'm from. But do you use tapestries? Yeah, you hang tapestries up. But if you have a dirt floor, you're not going to put a rug down. If you know what tapestries are, but not rugs, it's you should still not mix them up, right? I didn't mix them up. Never mind. I gotta get some more coffee. I'm not against the idea of getting a rug for the cart for whenever we get back, because then it'll be so much more comfy. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, he's he's heading up to uh, the next town, and he's selling rugs. So Okay, let's go meet him. I lead them to the table, and I'm like, hey, these are my friends from the band. You saw us all last night. This is Wendy. Oh, hey, guys. That was a good show last night. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Kevin tells us you sell rugs? Yeah, carpets. Do you, you have a large selection? I guess they're rugs. What's the difference between a rug and a carpet? A carpet is attached. Well, does any of them fly? A carpet is attached to your you floor and the rugs carpets? Separate. I didn't ask that Yeah, before. why is it a flying carpet? Emily, you brought up a really good point. It should be a flying rug. Yeah, and it shouldn't be a carpet bag. It should be a rug bag. Unless... When you fly on it, it's attached to a floor. It's attached to the sky. Alexi, we're looking for a cart-sized rug. You got anything in that kind of size? Uh, Maybe. I'd have to look through the inventory. Can we go take a look? I mean, you can eat breakfast first, man. We'll bring your breakfast with you. What? We'll take a walking breakfast. It's like a walking taco, but a walking breakfast bowl. It's just a bowl full of oats and beans. It's fine. So uh, you guys are following Alexi to his cart. Mm-hmm. All right. He leads you to somewhere wherever his cart is stored. I don't, I'm sure there's a place set aside. Notably, you see an elephant that is next to this very large, super long cart that's loaded up with a bunch of logs that are huge. Instead of a saddle, it has like a big riding like house on it with a ladder that goes down the side of it. That's sick. That's way better than a tiny house. I want that. Anyway, Alexi's like, uh, yeah, this is my card over here. And there's like a card that has like um, curtains on it. It's like a framed out. It has a top. Oh, man, this is a really fancy cart. Where's your like four by six feet rug selection? Uh, I don't know. The rugs are in the back. Okay, I'll go look. I'm assuming they're labeled, right? Probably. I go and take a look at his rug selection. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Yeah, I want something colorful. If we can get something with like an animal on it, I think that'd be sick. Or a rainbow. Okay, well, they're all rolled up. Do they have like one of those little cardboard things with like a drawing of what it looks like whenever it's rolled out? No. All right, well, I'm going to randomly pick three that look like they're about the right size and unroll them and then see which one I like the best. 
How big are you looking for? They're all like big. Four by six, cart sized. I don't know if they're any that small. They're all pretty big. All right. Smallest size I can get. We can always cut it up, you know, put part on the riding seat. 10 by 15 or something. All right. Well, I'll get three of those out. All right. There are three of them. And I undo them and like lay them out on a place that doesn't look super dirty so I can look at the design. And I also tell Alexi, hey, man, you should think about carrying some smaller rug sizes because not everybody has gigantic carts. Some people just have normal size carts. Uh, these are generally for houses, not for carts. I don't know how many people put rugs in carts. Traveling cart people need rugs, too. Okay. Equality. And one of the ones you roll out, there's this like very elegantly armored dude that's like covered in snow and he's like fighting undead that are trying to get him, but he's doing a good sleigh job on them all. Get it? Sleigh job? <laughs> get Is it? it snow? Is it John Snow? Because he fought the undead. How fancily armored is he? Mm, average. Does he have armor on? Mm-hmm. It's all black in the show, though. Uh, there's one of this lady laying on like a chaise lounge surrounded by fruit and then roll a perception check. 13. But the chaise lounge has a tongue and it's like licking its lips. It's like a mimic. <laughs> it's about to get a good meal. Could eat all that fruit, but is choosing to eat the person. People taste better than fruit. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's like vegetarians and vegans versus just normal people that eat everything. Omnivores. And there's one that's this really scenic outlook over like a mountain above a valley with like a really regal looking griffin sitting there in like a guarding pose. I call my bandmates over to take a look in case they're not over there with me already. And I say, okay, we're going to do a blind vote. How's that work, man? So we're all going to close our eyes. And on the count of three, we're going to put up the number of whatever we're voting for. And we'll see which one wins. Armored dude is one. The lady on the Shea Lounge is two. And the mountain with the griffin is three. Okay. Are we good? I'm ready. I know okay. which one I'm going to vote for. Okay. Ed has to roll for Lars's vote. I don't know. You want to roll handle animal and see if you can convince him convince to him? vote? 11. Count to three, and then I'll tell you, when you open your eyes, I'll tell you what Lars is doing. One, two, three. I'm holding up that three-finger peace sign, baby. I'm holding up a one. I'm holding up a three. Is Lars holding anything up? No, he's like chewing on his feet. I should be holding up a one, so then we have to get the two. This way, nobody's happy. Thanks, Dad. Uh... I turned to Alexi and I said, looks like we're taking number three here with the Griffin. Oh, How much do I owe you? You're buying one? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Can you carry it to Dresspit though for us, though? Because like we don't have our cart with us right now. So we'll pay you now, but then we'll leave it in your cart until we get to Dresspit. Sure. Let's pay him when we get there, you know? Oh, okay. What happens if his cart explodes on the way? It's good thinking, big guy. But how much is it going to cost me whenever we do get there? Oh, um, how much does a rug cost? 20 gold? I think that this guy doesn't Aren't you sell. the rug merchant? Yeah, sounds good to me. I'll take it for 20 gold. All right, sounds great. All right, so we'll we'll meet up again in Dresspit, and I'll pay you and take it off your hands, right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. I want to roll insight and see I, if I, I also do. Trust okay. I want to roll insight selling. and see if I just think this guy's an idiot, and he's actually a rug salesman, and he's really just really bad, or if he's lying to us. I got a 19 insight. 16. This 
Scott doesn't seem generally well informed about rugs or carpets or sales much at all. I ask him, oh, hey, Alexi, are you uh, new to the rug sales business or have you been doing this for a long time? Nope. Long time trade. Cool. When, when was your last port of call? Where did you last sell rugs? Um, Clendel. Oh, Clendel. Yeah. All the way over from Clendel, you know. I don't know where that is. The heart of Inganalia, where Inganalia and pride really shines. Is that true? I'll roll a history check, idiot. Brotherly love, folks. Brotherly love. 20? Idiot? Yeah, it's closer to the capital than you are right now. I want to try to devise a plan where I hang back and snoop through all his stuff once he's gone. So I'm kind of hoping that these guys will distract him, but I don't tell them anything. I ask Alexi if he knows the high elf lady, if he met her at all. Nope. I mostly keep to myself. I try to just get to town, do my sales. Get home, make more rugs. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? Why don't we take that rug now? I think I could just carry it in my bag. If you just put it over by our other stuff. Sure. Let's do that. Can you carry it for us? Because you're a big, strong man. Yeah. You could just give me the money and you could carry it, though. No, I'm just a little girl. You know, I don't have very big muscles That's not, like you. Girls aren't, like, weak or useless or anything. I make a, a pouty face and I say... Please. <laughs> Is this a charisma-based persuasion check? Sure. With advantage, you say? What? I can help as the other girl by winking saucily. I got a 25. He's like, all right, I'll carry it for you. Sure. Thank you. I'll go, I'll go with you and see if the high elf lady is uh, back in the tent. It's too bad you guys are so weak and fragile and you don't have anyone really big and tough on your team to carry stuff. I put my stuff. finger on my nose. All right. Where am I taking this? I'll show you, Alexi. Here, come with me. And I take him back to where our stuff is. Okay. To the common the tent? The communal tent. Yeah. I'll pay him 21 gold. I'll, t- I'll tip him. When I want to peel off. All right. And I'm just going to not say anything. All right. Roll some kind of a distraction check. What do you, what's like a, like a what's stealth skill? check? I guess it's stealth. I don't know. All right. 17. All right. You kind of hang back one time when they go around a tent. All right. I want to rummage through the front, like the private parts of the cart and see if I can find that manila folder. All right. Roll an investigation check. I got, um, I did really well. Four. You don't find anything. No manila, nothing manila you find. All right. Then I go catch up with the group. All right. I look around the communal tent to see if the high elf lady is there. Uh, Yeah, she's there. What's she doing? Sitting there, twiddling her thumbs. Is she like meditating? Nope. I say we go over to her. I would say she's huffing, but not like fumes, like just like. <sighs> what? Say the loo? I no glue. glue. Yeah, all right. Uh, I go over to her. I go with the big guy. And then in Elvin, I say, hey there. She looks maybe a little apprehensive, and she says in Elvin, yeah. You all right there? Uh, Aside from the fact that I can't leave, I'm okay, I guess. I say in common, you know, guys, it's really uh, rude whenever you talk in a language that not everyone in the room understands. Uh, she says in Elvin, oh, it's really rude when you talk in a language with no one understands. I leave the tent. But it just kind of sounds just like Elvin to you because Elvin all kind of sounds like that to you. 
And I say, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. She doesn't speak Elvin. Yeah, I can tell she has no class. Yeah. You're trying to leave. Which way are you headed? I'm headed to Dreskbit. Yeah, us too. That's weird that someone on the road to Dreskbit would be headed to Dreskbit. You know, I feel like I may, I may be overstepping here in assumption, but I'm pretty sure the roads can go both ways. So She gives you the high off head bobble. Oh, what takes you to Dreskbit? Uh, head of their own business. You see, I'm a spiritual healer, and uh, there's someone there who's very sick that needs my help. Oh, no. Well, I hope they let you leave soon. Do they tell you anything about why we can't go? Nope. They said no one's leaving because we are Inganalians. They didn't even say how long? Nope. Yeah, I just, I can't get behind that. It's pretty rude. Right? Like, are they looking for a payoff? What? I don't know. Like they're holding us hostage, so we gotta pay them so we can leave or something? Like a bribe? Yeah, maybe that's what they need. I don't know. All right, well, it's good talking. Yeah, I like talking. What's your name? Gabila. There are two L's in it. All right, I'll 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 check you later. Are you staying here if we get stuck overnight? What? If I'm not allowed to leave, am I gonna stay here? Yeah, like in this tent. Uh, yeah. Wherever they let me... Anything, really. I just, uh... Well, I'd you get some breakfast in you, you know, and then maybe take a walk. I feel like I was duped because they were like, no, don't finish traveling your day out. You can stay here. And then they were like, now you can't leave. And that seems illegal. Yeah. What's the deal with your shirt? You got some shapes on it. Symbols. What's that all about? These are holy symbols. Is that related to your healing and stuff? To my patron, yes. Oh, who's your patron? Lahala. Oh, what's Lahala like? She's cool. She likes obedience and charity. So like giving her stuff? If you want, you could donate to the church to get in her favor. All right, all right. Well, all my money's back in our region of stuff, so I'll have to go get it. But that's sweet that you got somebody. Whatever you need. Whatever you think salvation is worth, really. Oh, right on, man. Or rod in the nine hells forever. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Wait, what do they like? Which is the one with the dancing party? Where they make you dance till your legs hurt, and then they poke you with hot pokers until you continue to dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them, I think. They just love that. That sounds kind of neat for, like, a little while. All right, I gotta go see my friends. So good luck. Bye. Have a good one. I go find Wendy. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite DM, Ed. Uh, Thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour. I just wanted to let everyone know what's going to be happening in the next couple months here. So this is the last arc in our season four. And so we'll be wrapping this up shortly here. But um, I, as a DM, have been suffering from a little bit of uh, writer's fatigue and have been struggling a little bit on putting some of this stuff together. So... What's going to happen coming up here is Brayton is going to run an adventure for us, and we are going to be playing that, but we're not even doing bards this time. We're all going to do other stuff, so it's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be a pretty big change-up. We're going to run that for a short period. Uh, we're looking at right now three months of this side quest, and then uh, we're going to take the songs from that, make an EP or something like that, but we're going to really focus on getting these albums out because we're a little behind. So 
After that, we're going to come right back to these characters and we're going to kick it back into season five. So, you know, make sure you're following us on all of our social media and stuff so you can keep track of the other information there. Don't forget you can sign up for Patreon if you want the postcards from every town we go to and uh, to check out those behind the scenes that we're catching up on slowly but surely in quotation marks. But uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And let's get back to the show. I'm standing outside the tent and like all my fur is real puffed up because I'm real irritated. Do you look like twice the size you normally look? Yeah. And I'm angrily licking my paw. Oh my gosh. It's an abominable snowman. I mean, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Hey. You mad? I'm not really mad at you. I just hate it when other people talk in languages that I don't understand. Yeah, it's rude. Um, but she's a high elf, so sometimes you just gotta know that if you talk to them in common, they'll just do that thing. Common? I mean, Ingen Alien. Just retcon that in there. Sometimes it's a necessity. Could I bump into these guys now? Yeah, did you catch up with us yet, Scrapper? Scrapper, you see Wendy, but all of her fur is puffed to the biggest it can be. I go, I go over there and I say, Wendy, your fur is puffed to the biggest it can be. Thank you for stating that obvious fact. Yeah, I'm kind of irritated, so... Just expressing it in the only way I know how. Well, I think we can clear Alexi. I searched the whole cart and there's no manila folder in there. Unless he has it hidden somewhere else. I don't know. He seems suspicious. Yeah. I think Big Guy needs to tell us more about what he learned from this high elf. Because everything that she said, she said in Elven. So I don't know what they talked about. Oh, yeah. So she's got a patron named Lahala. Her name is Gabilla. Gabbala, I can't remember. Gabby, Gabby, we'll just think of her as Gabby. She probably hate that. That's fine. All right, so Gabby and uh, I don't remember something. She's just mad. She's just real mad because she's coming through. She has to heal somebody. I, she might be a cleric. I don't really know much about anyone other than bards. Can't really hang out with others. She has to heal somebody. So, yeah, someone's real sick in Dreskbit, and they're holding her up, keeping her here. So. Maybe we well, could we better break get her to out. Work. She wants money, though. Stay away from her. She wants money so that we don't go to the nine hells or something where they poke you and you dance and then they poke you more. She sounds like a real killjoy. Yeah, I'm not real religious, so whatever. Do you think that she would have stolen this envelope? There's really no way to tell. Did she strike you as suspicious? I have no idea. All right, well, did we figure out what um, old Kaloom was doing here? The diva. She wants to make it big. In oh, that's right. She wants to be famous. And she sang well, too. So, Well, Scrapper, what makes you think we should cross Alexi off? Because honestly, I got this really weird vibe that he doesn't actually know what he's doing with rug sales, which makes me think he maybe just like stole that cart. I stayed back. I searched the whole cart. There was no manila folder in the whole thing. Did you search for secret compartments? Yeah. Yeah, I searched the whole thing. Well, it could be on his person, you know? It might not be on the cart. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, maybe it's him, but I'm just saying his cart's clean. Maybe what we could do is just go look in all the carts. Well, here's my question. And I look around. Are there any officers nearby? Mm, not super close, but they're around. And then I whisper conspiratorially. What makes us think that it's not one of these military guys? You know? If someone could impersonate a rug salesman, someone could definitely impersonate the whatever sergeant or something or private, you know? Like one of those people that can change how they look. So then maybe they look like somebody 
who used to be here and they killed that person and now they're taking their place? Yeah, I used to read a lot of books about master spies. I don't know. I think it's true. I think that that's a real thing. I think the books are a little fictitious, but I think these people are really good with disguises. I don't know. Why would you want to take that confidential folder, except if you're a kleptomaniac? Like, what purpose does it serve? What do you think is in that folder? I think it says something. I I don't think it's an empty folder. So that information might be valuable to somebody, is my guess. I didn't think that was crazy. Have you ever read a spy book? Nah, I don't really read books much. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a common thing. Around here, you know, in fiction is like stories about state secrets and espionage. You really don't know what I'm talking about? You guys don't talk about that where you're from? I know what you're talking about. But it sounds good. It's a good theory. So what should we do? We got to check the other people. All of them, right? All, Not just those four. Sure. Don't you think that Paxis is going to be mad at us if we investigate his officers after he expressly told us it wasn't them, though? I think he might be, but... We did double or nothing on that bet, and I don't want to lose the washed-up base. He didn't take your double or nothing bet, though. Yeah. I I think he did. No, he definitely said no, Mm. which I appreciated, even though I want to leave. I'm pretty sure that he agreed, because the thing about s'mores for life. Well, anyway, Uh, we should do it covertly. Well, okay, so here's the thing. The two of the people that we talked to don't have, like, goods or carts or anything. Like, their stuff's probably in the tent, and that's it. That's, like, the singer lady and the high elf priestess lady. And then two people have carts, and you already searched one, but we might have missed some secret compartments. So why don't we, like, make sure Alexi's distracted and then go back there and search the log cart, too, just so we can, you know, get that out of the way and make sure we do a really thorough job on the rug cart since he was so suspicious. Oh, yeah, and that elephant was real cute. Yeah, we can go pet the elephant. And if we get there, we need a distraction. Maybe we can talk to him about wood. I bet he loves trees. Wait, wait, wait. We'll bring the carpet back so that we can say we're trying to return it. In- that carpet's kind of sick, though. Why don't we just say that we wanted to pet the elephant? Because that's a good excuse. Oh, yeah, that's a better excuse. All right, all right. Cool. And we can ask him about all the trees. Maybe we can get some lumber out of the deal. And a roof under our cart so our rug doesn't get wet. Or at least, like, ride the elephant around. Okay, let's head back that way and see if anybody's there still. Okay. You head back to the carts. Do we see anybody around? There's like a there's a guard or three that are just making sure they like uh, no one takes them and leaves with them. I want to investigate the log cart. All right, roll an investigation check. I'll help out. Fourteen. All right, you search the log cart. You don't find any Manila, no Manila or vanilla envelopes, and you notice it's full of logs and nothing suspicious. Nothing suspicious. Okay. I wave to the fear bulk and I say, hey, are these logs real logs? They look real to me. Try to investigate them? Sure, roll a nature check. 20. They're all Douglas fur. Oh, these are all these all belong to Dougie boy. I knew they were stolen. Real wood, though. Can I talk to the elephant? Uh, can you? I have this thing called speech of beasts and leaf, so I can, but they can't talk back to me. Okay, go ahead. Hey, buddy. Can you lift up your trunk if you want to say hi back? It lifts up its trunk. I say, if you're hungry, lift up your trunk. It lifts up its trunk. If you would let me ride on you, lift up your trunk. Does not lift up its trunk. Oh, man. If you could see your owner, lift up your trunk. 
It looks around and then doesn't lift up its trunk. Oh, man. We're going to play this game in a little bit, too. Also, how good do you think the eyesight of elephants is? I bet you they can't, like, I don't think differentiate, it's like, people. But I'm obviously no, but much they, bigger. Wait, they can tell people apart. Like, they have relationships with trainers and stuff. Okay. Do you think it's smell-based more than, and voice-based more than sight? I hate going out on a limb. If you're an elephant expert, tweet at us. Well, I say, if you know what an envelope is, raise your trunk. It does not raise its trunk. All right. I scratch on a nose and I say, bye-bye. It waves its trunk at you. I yell towards the big guy and say, hey, big guy, you want to go check out the rug cart? Yeah. I already looked it over, but okay. Is there another cart here? Yeah. There's a cart that looks priestly. I whisper to Wendy. I'll check out the priest cart while you check out the already cleared rug cart. Okay, I'll go help big guy look at it. Just in case you missed a secret compartment or something. All right, roll investigation checks. 17. 9. 10. You don't find anything in the priestly cart. But in the rug cart, you find a manila envelope. Where was it? Was it in a secret hidden compartment? Yeah. Is in the glove box. Just above the table, I want you guys to know that we're looking for a manila folder. Find a manila folder. Um, I find it or Wendy finds it. You find it. Fear bulk. Okay. I tuck it. I I see if I can get Wendy's attention. I'm like pss, pss, and I hold it up so I could show her and then I tuck it in my shirt real quick. Okay. Then I get out of the cart. Are you trying to do it without alerting the guards that are watching over the vehicles? Wait, the the pss, pss noise? Anything. Yeah, I mean... All right, roll a stealth check. 12. Okay. You wave it at Wendy and you stash it in your tunic or whatever you're wearing. Do I notice? I assume that the fear bulb made sure you noticed, unless you are like so oblivious that he had to give up before giving himself away. Roll a perception check, and if you don't get like a two or three, I think you saw it. I got at least a 12, so I think I'm okay. All right, you saw it. All right, we got to sneak away from these carts. I gave the fear bulb a wink and a nod. Yeah, I wink back. I keep searching around the rug cart surreptitiously so that it looks like I'm still looking. And then I work my way over to Scrapper and whisper, Hey, Scrapper. Hey, what? I'm trying to get out of here. I already searched this cart. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we um, located the evidence we were searching for. That makes sense because there's nothing in this cart. Okay, let's go meet up with the big guy. All right, I sneak away. Okay. Do you want me to roll a stealth check? Yeah. 25. Is it true? Yeah, that's true. I rolled that. That's why I wanted wow. to tell you about it. Okay. Congratulations. I go back to the elephant. Let's go somewhere private and look at this folder. Are you talking to the elephant? Oh, I no, am. No, I'm talking to my crew. Oh, I turn away from the elephant and I'm like, oh, hey there, Scraps. What's up? Don't call me Scraps. My name is Scrapper. Okay. Sorry, man. Names are important. And I say, hey, big guy, let's go somewhere a little bit more private. Okay. Where, though? I don't know where we could go because everywhere is full of people. Can we make another Lehman's Tiny Hut? That's private, right? Big bee's got a medium yurt. And the floor is made completely of dirt. I don't know if Bigby would make a medium yurt. Bigby is not about reasonably sized things oh. at all. Yeah. Bigby's got a giant yurt and there's room inside for a fuck ton of dirt. Um, is that better or worse? Yeah, but it's perfect. I want to make a point. I want to touch Kevin's arm and stop him and say, hey, I was just messing around. 
Like I was teasing you, but it seems like you didn't know I was joking. You can call me Scraps. It's okay. Okay. Thanks for telling me. Sometimes I miss things. Where are we going to go to have a hut? We go to like a clear spot on the ground and I cast Lehman's Tiny Hut. L-E-O-M-U-N, the apostrophe S. Lehman's got a tiny hut and it's big enough for all of us. Lehman's got a tiny hut and it's big enough for all of us. I don't know why we need the hut. We could just talk in the... I thought like, the guy was saying like that there were too many people around, so a soldier was going to overhear us, and we wanted to like look at what we found. Yeah, there are soldiers everywhere. I'm not even sure that it stops. Yeah, can they hear us through the hut? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. All right, let's just say that you don't think sound gets through it, like a double drywall wall. Like if you scream, you can hear through it. When you say we think that, you mean like we're dumb and we're misunderstanding a spell, and they're going to hear oh, us? Roll an arcana check. 12. Six. I'm convinced that it, it's soundproof, so I don't think that my role is going to change my mind. All right. Uh, Scrapper's like, we can scream as loud as we want. And uh, the Fearbook is like, dude, I think that like you got to be a little bit discreet in here. Like, not full-blown discreet, but maybe it's not screaming the top of our lungs. Nice, nice. I pull out the folder. All right, let's take a look and see what's in this bad boy. Does it say confidential on the front? Because I did. It says check confidential that. on the front. Wait, the one we're looking for says classified on it. it. Says classified and confidential. Okay, I open it. All right, you want to just like pour over the uh, documents? Yeah, but I don't want to read anything that might make it make it explode if I look at it too hard. Oh shit! Is that something that you're actually worried about? Because I didn't think of that. But if you want, I can cast detect magic on it. Yeah, I say that to my friends. I'm like, I'm afraid it might do an explode job. So, oh, yeah, I'll cast detect magic. Oh, I could do that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you do it. I have an ability. Do you have to use a spell? Let me ask a semantic question. So, Lehman's Tiny Hut is a concentration spell? I think it's not. It is not a concentration spell. Otherwise, how could you keep it going while you're sleeping? Just concentrate a little bit for once in your life. How do you do that while you're asleep? Uh, it's called lucid dreaming. Get a grip. It's called deep meditation. Oh, man. You guys are real smart. Not only are we smart, we're also uh, wealthy and successful. Jeez. And handsome. Maybe I can be like you. The first document in the manila folder Whoa, 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 whoa. Before that, I cast detect magic on it with my fear bulk abilities. All right. Is it Monday? Lehman's tiny hut is definitely magical. Also, you didn't know this until now, but Scrapper's rapier is magical. Oh! And my backpack. And her backpack. Your backpack's magical? It's a bag of holding. What? Is it? When did you get that? We did it on the podcast. It's 100%. Like, not only did we do it actually, but also you all listened to it. Really? So that's true, I guess. When did you get that? Last episode? Whatever. Last did you steal that from uh, Laser well, we got Harp? New guitar players. No, I bought it from a magic shop. I thought you didn't have uh, the gold store. for it. Yeah, yeah, in Leiden. Yeah, I thought you didn't have enough gold for I it. I didn't but... have the gold for the bag of costumes, so I got a bag of holding. Oh. Remember, okay. I traded 
free passage onto the faint rider. Thank you All for right. this recap. I'm sorry that we forgot. Yeah, thanks for apologizing for me so I didn't have to. Apology accepted. But Scrapper never told you that she found out her rapier that she picked up off of Herbert Halloween or whatever his name was, was magical because she's keeping it to herself. Yeah, because Scrapper's got secrets. And it wasn't because the Dungeon Master forgot anything. All right. Can anybody see the glowing or just me? Just you. All right. The folder and its contents do not appear to be magical or affected by any magic. Ah, I look at Scrapper and I'm like, sick rapier. And I wink Thanks, at Thanks, man. Him. I like your crook. But I do finger guns. Okay. And then um, I move on with my life. I whisper, I think that this is not magical so we can look at it. All right. We roll out the rug. We don't have it with us. Do we? Aren't we like out in a field? You can't be that far away from the camp. They won't let you leave the camp. So you're somewhere in the camp. You probably had to finagle a way to not get a guard in there. I say guard, but I mean soldier. What is, well, let's look at these documents. Yeah, let's look at the folder. What information is contained within these classified documents? Why is it so important to the Inganalian army? And what motive does Alexi have to steal this information? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com bardic mystery tour is recorded at looking for group pittsburgh looking for group pittsburgh is a land center in the brookline neighborhood of pittsburgh pennsylvania if you're in the area stop by for games co-working or events find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com if you love trees why do you cut them down all the time Dan Cherry. Dan, yeah, we're calling you out, Dan Cherry. We've been launching this podcast a couple years ago. You don't even love the trees. Main, the main point, which is that Dan Cherry says to love trees, but he doesn't even not cut them down.